I'm Kevin. And I'm Garrett. And this is the podcast of Predator. This is horrible. I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast. It's more of um, 50 50 things. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast of Predator. I'm Garrett here again, as always, with my buddy Kevin. Yep. And today we're going to be covering an old favorite of mine. Yes, it is Dustin McFetridge or D-Mac, which really is too cool of a name for him. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a name that the community has affectionately given him. Not sure he's worthy of it, but uh, the community thinks he is, and that's really what matters. Yeah, so, oh man, I didn't do it this time where I say it long. Oh well, I don't think anyone really cared. So, anyways. It's a good gimmick while it lasted. This is... <laughs> This is going to be um, our, uh, we're just going to dive right in today. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, obviously we just go over their chat log, confrontation with Chris Hansen and interrogation, except today we'll just be going over the confrontation with Chris Hansen and chat log because um, his interrogation is very long, so that's going to be a video all of in and of itself. Oh yeah, we got plenty of uh, DMAC content for us here today. So it's gonna be a two-parter, first oh, yeah. time ever, first time ever in history. And that's to be honest. So, anyways, all right. So without no, let's just dive right in. First of all, let's go over what his life was like before the chat log. So obviously, Dustin has cerebral palsy, um, in a really bad sort of it. I mean, like honestly, if you see him in like the video. It is genuinely bad. I don't think he's lying about that. Yeah, no, of course not. And um, there is that one uh, interview with the police chief where he's talking about how, like, oh, yeah, it's easy to sympathize with a guy like this. Uh, but you kind of got to just keep in mind, like, what he's doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, you can sympathize with his condition, but as we'll get into later, obviously it had nothing to do with him, um, any of his actions. So... Dustin was married and divorced. Yeah, kind of uh, screwed himself over on that one. Although, wait, was he already divorced by the time this happened? Or yeah, yeah, he was divorced a few years prior to this. Okay, okay. Um, he made DVDs for Ricky Morton. Uh, he was living off disability, so that's just kind of was like a side gig or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he is, of course, from Tennessee. Um, as his name is Wrestling Dude to East Tennessee. And um, he lives with his, as he calls her, his mama. Yeah, he's uh, very proud of his uh, southern heritage. Going as far as to use the t- word mama when he's uh, how old? 27. 27. So, let's dive into the chat log now. Age is immediately established at, um, on the fourth line, actually. Uh, and she is, of course, 13. This does not deter our friend Dustin, though. Of course not. As it seems like just like a normal, okay, normal. Um, <laughs> normal is uh, quite like, a stretch for these guys, but yeah. No. Friend, friendship, I guess. Like he doesn't actually get into it sexually. He seems like an experienced groomer. He um, really takes his time with his decoy. She actually hurries him along. Yeah, she's kind of pushing him a little, which is... um abnormal yeah. yeah no that's not usually the way it happens usually the predators claim that they pushed you know that the decoy pushed them but it's it's absolutely not that way with her but of course this friendly banter of teaching people how to do emojis in 2007 doesn't last long yeah he actually does that he teaches her how to do emojis in 2007 right? yeah and uh, yeah. apparently that doesn't last long because he goes immediately sexual 
Now, so wait, wait, wait. You said she had to push him into it, but yeah, yeah. He goes, so, but he he you know she doesn't he, go immediately sexual. He waits for no, a while no. and then but gets into it. It does go sexual though, and he um, naturally yeah. he uh, he's pretty eager when she opens the doors. He has no problem. I mean, yeah, that is kind of why he's there after all. Like you said, he seems like an experienced groomer. You know, he doesn't just jump right in, which... He doesn't want to scare her off, and he uses a lot of, like, words like sweetie, you know, stuff like that. Which kind of strikes me as creepy, but I don't know. Maybe it works differently on other people. So, he knows what he's doing is wrong. He references several different times that this is rape, and he uses that word. And, um... He, uh... You know, he just mentioned several different times that he could go to prison for 20 years. And um, so he knows completely that it's wrong. But mm. that doesn't deter him. Also, a little side note. He also mentions that he won an Xbox in a Mountain Dew giveaway. I don't know. <laughs> I just think, why is it always people like that who win? Like, the guys without jobs. Man, I mean, it's quite a roast for uh, Xbox players, I guess. I don't know. Or Mountain Dew drinkers, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but either way, he mentions that because I guess he's proud of it. Yeah, that's his one, you know, defining moment. His life achievement really is winning a, a raffle, a giveaway sort of thing. I'd be pretty proud too, but I don't I have know, other man. Accomplishments. When your biggest life accomplishment is based solely off luck, because your name was drawn, maybe you need to move out of your mom's basement. Uh, actually, as we'll go over later, he has a living space and then a bedroom. Oh well, I apologize. I'm sorry, Dustin. I judge you too harshly. So, he calls his uncle a pervert because he's wanting him to go to a hookup site called adultfriendfinder.com. That's ironic, but also, what was that name? Adultfriendfinder.com. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Terrible name, but, you know, ignore that. The fact that he calls his uncle a pervert because he wants him to go to a hookup site for adults... Yeah, you, hey, I'm going to go ahead and molest this child, and you know, um, but my uncle's a pervert because he wants me to go to the hookup site. No, 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 no. Are you insane? Hook up with adults? Are you kidding me? Nah. No. Yeah. Um, he strongly encourages her and guilt trips her into masturbating. Which is inter- how exactly does he do that? Like, you don't need to get okay. I'm not going to go too much into detail, but, but um, basically, he just is like. You know, he, he just says to her, like, um, like he, okay, here, how do I explain this? Because I don't want, I want to choose my words yeah, carefully because no, I don't I, want it to get taken off air, but. No, I get it. It is, it is tough to explain. Um, but. Here's what he basically says. He's like, so he'll tell her, did you rub yourself today? And she's like, no, I didn't. He's like, but it feels good. And she's like, yeah, but I don't want to do it. And he's like, well, you should do it. You know, it'd make me happy if you did it. Yeah, which, I don't know, that's just a whole nother level of creepy. Like, I don't know, really pushing hard to get somebody else to masturbate. That's that's unnerving, to say the least. I know for a fact I spend my nights texting Garrett asking him if he's, if he's masturbating. All right, and this has been the final episode of the podcast, <laughs> Predator. Thanks for joining us. All yeah. right, so, no, um, obviously I don't do that. No one normal human should. It doesn't matter if you're talking to a minor, an adult, or anyone. You should not encourage them to masturbate. You know, we keep getting, we keep giving so many pro tips about dating. We should just make this the pro tip dating show. Like, we give so many tips out. I mean, 
if somebody needs that pro tip, I don't think we want them as our listener. <laughs> no offense, guys, but come on. All right, so Destin's social security number is actually um, available in the chat log, if he, assuming he was being honest, because he um, asks her for her social security number. And you know what? I'm just going to read this out in its entirety. So Dustin says, give me your social security number. That way, if I lose you on your 18th birthday, I can pay $15 and track you down. A tongue out face. Um, I can't think of a clear way to say that. And I don't think there is such a thing in existence. I don't think you can just track someone's social security number, pay $15, and then look them up. If that is a service that's provided, I don't know about it. And I think that's probably a good thing. But like I said, that is the creepiest way you could possibly go about saying that. I mean, yeah. Uh, Not that our friend Dustin isn't usually creepy. Yeah, but still, like, give me your social security number. That way, when you try to run, I can still track you down. And uh, his social security number is available, so just go to Revergis' website if you want to um, take out some loans in Dustin's name. Great, yeah, I'm sure that'll work. Anyways, so he sends a decoy porn of... Not his own porn, like, of his own, like, penis. No, it's actually, like, good stuff. I'm assuming it's not available, but I'm just assuming it probably was not him. I mean, yeah. I can only imagine he wasn't sending himself. I mean, um, yeah, he's not Lee Greer, so... Obviously, we can't all be as attractive as Lee Greer is. Yeah, because we know that stunning, masculine man, Lee Greer, really the pinnacle of uh, a human evolution. I can't speak today, but that's all right. And after that, he um, asks her, wear a pair of your panties for a few days and then send them to me in the mail so I can wear them. I don't know. Another pro tip. Never say that to a woman. Doesn't matter who she is. Yeah, no. I. That's another thing that's just creepy and kind of gross. Then after that, he says he'll shave her with an electric razor. Now, I'm no expert in this field, but don't you use, like, a disposable hand razor? Wouldn't you not use a electric razor to shave a vagina? I I, I don't know, and I, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever find out. I would imagine you could use an electric razor if you wanted to. I don't know. Oh, my question is, why would you use an electric razor? Was it so much work? Just never. Yeah, I don't want to go there. It's No. Just um, ask your mom, Kevin. I'm sure she'll know. <laughs> or some other person. Hopefully not my mom. Um, I don't think she would. I think she'd disown me. Anyways. So then he wants to marry her. He wants to buy her from her mom. Um, and that was a good time to men- mention that he has a terribly bad s- spelling. Like, he even s- misspells cerebral palsy, which, I mean, like I said in the last episode, I have seizures. I know how to spell seizure. If I had a condition, I would probably know how to spell it. How do you not know how to spell the condition that you talk about nonstop? Yeah, especially when it's a massive part of your life. But yeah, um, also, you kind of just brushed over the fact that he tried to uh, buy her from her mom. Yeah, he said, like, get your mom drunk and then convince her to sell you to me. Because that's how that works. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're not Mormons. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, we just probably pissed off our Mormon listeners. Yeah, yeah, that one guy, that one Mormon, I'm sure he's there. Anyways, so, 
Um, he also talks about kidnapping her. I don't know which one it is. Maybe you realize the whole buying thing wasn't realistic and kidnapping is far more realistic. Yeah, he just hits all the creepy points. Offering to buy her, kidnap her, asking for her social security so he can find her when she's 18. I mean, it just, there's no end to it with Dustin. Yeah, and this chat went on for about a month. So, you know, obviously one of the longer chat logs. Yeah, um, very lengthy. You know, um, we've seen some that are like literally only a a day's worth of chatting. You know, sometimes it's like uh, these guys will, you know, meet the decoy for an hour and then all of a sudden they're ready to drive two hours to see them. But no, this is a very, very long one. This took a long time to get out for. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for the chat log. I mean, you know, it's a long chat log, so there's a lot you could go into. But honestly, I think we are kind of beating a dead horse at this point. So let's... Yeah, it's it's already going to be a two-part episode, so... Let's head over to the Sting House. Yep. Okay, we're back. Sorry. Some technical difficulties, but here we are. Yep, I see him. He would have a cane. He has cerebral palsy. No, you come in. He drove up as close as he could to the door so he didn't have to walk as far because he has the cane. I told him to... Thank you for that, Casey. Um, Obviously, if someone grew up drives up to the door it's so they don't have to walk as far i mean yeah she probably didn't know. need to explain that but at the same time i imagine it'd be interesting um from her perspective because she's dealt with other predators too she's been a decoy before and so um i don't know seeing a guy hop out and just like you know limp over to the door with a cane it would be a much different experience i imagine like, you would kind of feel bad for him, almost. ...to come on inside, and he finally agreed. Meet Dustin McFetridge. He's 26 years old, divorced, suffers from cerebral palsy, and collects Social Security benefits. He's driven five hours to have sex with a girl posing as a... Th- okay, you know what? This is just my biggest pet peeve. Okay, so... Not that some people with cerebral palsy do not legitimately need Social Security benefits, but he drove five hours... You're telling me you can't do a job if you can drive for five hours? I mean, judging by what we see from him. I mean, he couldn't do like a desk job? Yeah, he probably could have done a desk job. There are some people with cerebral palsy where it's like severe enough to where, you know, you can't get out of a wheelchair. You know, it can be really serious. And um, in those cases, especially, I don't want to make light of that because obviously that, you know, you can't help it. You need the help at that point. Yeah, so, and that's not my point, that's not really my point, like, that this is not a condition that can't debilitate you. Yeah. I'm saying I don't think he's at that point, at least at this point in his life yet, because he was able to drive for five hours. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really the judge of that. I think there's a, I'm sure there's people, you know, who specialize in that, who look over these kind of cases. Yeah, I'm just going to say, for to be safe, it's not my area of expertise. 13-year-old. As you'll find out, this isn't his first time chatting inappropriately with a minor. Our decoy Casey starts to feel sorry for him as she watches him struggle to get out of the car. But then she remembers what he'd been saying online. When you listen to him talking, he really is no different. He still is wanting to have sex with a little girl. 
Using the screen name Wrestling Dude East Tennessee, he asks the girl if he could be her first at sex. What have you done with a guy? Nothing. Wow. So I'd be your first at... Okay, so that's something I forgot to mention. She says nothing. She also says ain't a lot. Like, this is in Kentucky, so they just, like, assume, you know, every person in Kentucky is a country bumpkin who doesn't use proper English. So, I mean, have you been to Kentucky? I have family in Kentucky. And, yeah, they don't talk like that. Like, they don't say nothing. Ain't you doing nothing, man? No. Like, I don't know why. I don't know how anyone fell for this. But, then again, it is Dustin. He's not very bright. And I, I don't know. It's at least kind of believable. Everything? Yeah. After he tells the decoy about his disability, he moves on to talking about anal and oral sex. He asks if he can shave her private parts and later makes a rather bizarre request. Send me a pair of your panties. Pick a pair you want me to have and wear them for two or three days straight. For reals? Yeah. He also asks her if he can have a three-way with the decoy and her sister. And he repeatedly... Oh, man. How could I forget to mention this? Yeah, no, I forgot that, too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, maybe it's because his chat log was just so disgusting that literally I forgot about it because there was just so much to go over. Now, of all the disgusting parts, though, this is... The most disgusting. Oh, um, easily. So he wants to have a three-way with the decoy sister. That's what they say. But it turns out it's his, it's her eight-year-old sister. Yeah. So, like, 13's horrible. It's, it's underage, obviously. It's horrible. Eight is somehow even worse. It's somehow even more disgusting. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Dustin, um, oh, Dustin, He's, what are we going to do with you? Yeah. Well, the law is going to figure out what to do with you in a few days. Oh, yeah. He asks the girl to marry him. When they make a plan to meet, he tells her he'll bring an electric razor. KBI Commissioner David James watches on a monitor as McFetridge comes into the house. You first look at him and, and you see him and... And you could say that I, I felt a little bit sorry for him, a little bit. And then you remember why we're here. You know, whether he has, has cerebral palsy or not, he still was there to molest a child. That's and pretty cool, right? there's no excuse for molesting a child. I don't care what. Okay, so let's dress this setup for a second. Two chairs pointing towards each other in this massive house. Yeah, I mean... If you look into it, the setups for a lot of these houses are probably not the most practical. Um, but, I mean, somehow they still get all these predators to stick around long enough for Chris Hansen to interview them. So yeah. Um, I guess it works. Now, let me just a little side tangent here. Me and Garrett uh, went to go see a game in Nashville, and we passed by Bowling Green, Kentucky. There was a very large part of me that knew if I wasn't going to be late for the game that I would have... Um, I would have stopped at the Sting House. Oh, I would have stopped with you. That's yeah. we wouldn't have gone in or anything. Don't worry, we're not going to break in. But well, like, no, I, we would have just wanted to take pictures of it. Like, I think I remember telling you on that trip, like they should just turn it into some sort of um, tourist destination. Yeah, like Elvis's house. Yeah, well, like you know, for TV shows, um, they use like a real house as the set. They do that where, like, after the TV show is done filming, you can tour the house or whatever. And I mean, sometimes not always, but. But they could just do that with the different sting houses. I you would got, go. You got mine and Garrett's money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What it is. So, what's up? Nothing. Nothing? No. <laughs> Did you bring the razors? Yeah. 
So what did you want to do with them? I was kind of confused. I'll show you later. Okay, really smooth. I was kind of confused. So when you said you wanted to shave my vagina, what did you mean by that? Did you mean like not do that? Like what do you like? What I, I, I'm confused. I like, mean, I guess she is supposed to be a 13 year old girl. You know, obviously it's a decoy, but she's pretending to be a 13 year old girl. And then, um, yeah. I mean, again, they do want to try and draw out. You know. Uh, they wanted to get to say exactly what his intentions are here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but, I mean, and he doesn't really bite, as you'll see, but it's just kind of stupid to me. And Casey wasn't a bad decoy by any means, but no. she wasn't as good as Nervous Nelly, but... Yeah, no, they never are really subtle, though. But like, At least it's better than not... the military veteran, though, that uh, Jesse Velez got. Me, my mommy, and my daddy. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Can you just tell me, please? I won't come here if you don't tell me. I thought she was going to be shaved. Down there. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, that's what you wanted to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. I'd rather, like, talk about it first so I kind of know. You know what I mean? What, what do you want to talk about? Talk? You're a human? Nonsense. What? You're not just a meat bag for me to sleep with? What? Like... He sounds so caught off, like, what? Talk? Talk? Yeah. No, yeah, he's a lot less confident once he gets in person, but again, he's still there to meet a 13-year-old girl. Look, I'll be honest. There are some situations where this is the case. Like, um, like if you're hooking up, like on Tinder or something, or like at a bar... Generally, yeah, you'd be like, talk? Like, I thought we... Like, if you if you're with an adult... And there is a pre-arrangement that you're going to just have sex and that's it. You know, both parties understand this. I would kind of get why you'd be confused about talking. But Dustin, this person's not experienced. This is, as far as you know, her first time. And she's underage. Like, what were you expecting? This isn't like some consensual agreement between two adults who are both very experienced in this field. Yeah, I don't even know what to say here. Like, he's just a terrible, terrible person. And he hides behind it with, like, this, like, southern boy, southern good boy demeanor. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I think for him, it's easy to play, like, the, oh, I'm innocent, oh, take pity on me type, you know. We'll get into that later with his interrogation, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, definitely. That's what Well, like, tell me what you're going to do, so I'm, like, kind of prepared. It's just easier to explain it. As we go along before I do it. Well, like, what would you do first? I don't know. I'd like to hold you. And then what? And kiss you. That's why I'm, that's why I'm asking you to come over here. So he gets a little bit impatient, too. He's like, that's why I'm asking you to come over here. Like, he, he gestures. He's like, he's like, he's like getting really impatient. He's like. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of weird. Given that he wasn't the one who, like originally initiated the sex talk when they were chatting online. It's a little weird that he's kind of like really the one pushing for it now. Well, he did but, initiate, how do I put this? He like alluded to it, but she like drove him home. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. But he was more subtle in the chat log. Now he's not subtle. Yeah, no. Now he's just blowing it all away. He's just like, yeah, doesn't even care. Well, yeah, I understand that, but. Yeah, I won't force you to do anything for I won't rape you. Like, hey, another pro tip. 
if a woman is ever questioning if she wants to have sex with you, don't say, I won't rape you because Maybe she just don't say that out. in general, actually. Actually, there's never a good reason to say I, that. Um, I think if you're saying that, you are the problem. Yeah, so I wouldn't force you to do nothing. Oh, boy. What are? So I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Well, I, I wasn't going to do nothing. You weren't going to do anything? No. Why don't you tell me what? I wasn't going to do nothing. You weren't going to do nothing. No, he said, actually, Chris Hansen says you weren't going to do anything. And yeah. Chris Hansen can get behind his, like, broken English. Yeah, um, I wasn't quite uh, paying attention to all the broken English there, but yeah, no. And he's like, and he's like, no. Do you hear that hesitation? Yeah. Dustin. Oh, yeah. What's your plan was tonight? I didn't bring nothing with me. I didn't do nothing bad. And Oh, boy. I didn't do nothing bad. Dustin, mm. everything you've done up till this point is bad. Yeah, and also, you kind of just threw yourself under the bus there. I didn't do nothing bad. I'm not here to meet a 13-year-old girl and have also a said, with her 8-year-old sister. Also, he said I didn't bring nothing with me. Why? He knows Why exactly would you lie? You brought is. a razor. You brought KY jelly. You brought a camera. Like, I mean, why are yeah. you lying about these things? He clearly knows what this is. And you'd think, I don't maybe he doesn't know that um, it's a cop yet. I don't know. I think like, he might think it's the father. Maybe. But still, like... I don't know. You just got to think, like, you're screwed, buddy. <laughs> I would never force nobody to do anything. Okay, so he goes back to his I wouldn't rape her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of Physically, course. of course. I mean, forcefully. I mean, um, he still would statutorily rape her, just not forcefully. Uh, he might do it forcefully, too. He's a creepy man. I don't think there's any limits to how terrible this guy really is. Neither do I, for the record. Um, I don't honestly think there are any limits that he would not go to. Yeah, no, he seems pretty irredeemable this this far in. Wait till you find out later on. Mm-hmm. Against their will, sir. But you did bring some things with you tonight. I, I brought a razor. A razor. And what were you going to do with the razor? I thought she wanted to be shaved down there. And I thought she said she was 17 or Okay, so now he says I think she was seventeen. Now the age of consent is not is eighteen in um in um uh Kentucky and yeah, Tennessee. So I, guess... I have no idea what he thought. Maybe you know and my theory is this maybe he is telling the truth. Maybe he thought his PT cruiser was a time machine and he jumped forward four years. I I can't disprove that. I mean, Dustin but, is pretty stupid. He might, and he really likes his PT Cruiser, so. I, yeah. I think, yeah, it really just goes back to the fact that Dustin's stupid. You know, I I was going to give him credit because at least he's not going with the classic, oh, I thought she was 18, answer, which is super obvious. Like, you always know that they're clearly lying when they say that. But at the same time, he that doesn't get him out of trouble, him saying he thought she was 17. I mean, yeah, this isn't like a Romeo and Juliet situation. You're no, 10 years older than that. He still makes himself sound terrible, and it would still be illegal in Kentucky. Like, I don't know what he thinks he's doing there. It's like a half-truth or like a quarter of a truth. It's like, yeah, I'll, I know I'm in trouble, so I'll just make myself look less bad, but still illegal. Something. Well, I've got the transcript right here. 
I, I believe that's her age. Right. He was told online she was 13, and he even referred to her young age several times, wishing she was five years older. And as for all the explicit sex talk... I was trying to see if I could find out if that was a cop or... So I did... Okay, so this is obviously not the best argument, but the question is this. Why were you worried if she was a cop if you did nothing wrong? Yeah, and also, why is your strategy, huh, I wonder if this person is a cop. Let me have an explicit sexual conversation with them. Yeah. There's um, so many things wrong with this that's just stupid. Didn't waste the well, it sounds, like, it, it sounds like what you're trying to see is if you could score with a 13-year-old girl. No, sir. I mean, have you chatted online with underage girls before? Quite honestly, I had one time before. A young girl. FYI, I don't believe him. Uh, I do think he's done this many times. Yeah, but uh, that one particular story that he's, he's referencing is quite gold. I'm sure we'll get into that later. Uh, we will in the uh, second part. Can't wait for that. Yeah. She says he was chatting with a 14-year-old girl, and the girl's mother's boyfriend was a cop who found out about it and wanted to press charges. It never went to trial. I... I apologized and everybody. Did you plead guilty or no contact? We didn't go to court. It was just over the phone and like, hey, I'm sorry. This is why I said that. Was, uh, it, was it a scary situation? I still think his mom was like, you don't understand. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like over the phone, he apologized. I don't believe him. I, I, I honestly think his mom was behind it. His mama. Yeah, I think his mom probably came in to save him. Um, I don't know, though. It's just weird. Again, it is it is a weird situation because with his condition, you can kind of sympathize with him until you remember what he's, he's doing. He's mentally there, though. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm not saying you should sympathize with him. I'm just saying at first glance, you see this guy hobbling along with a cane and everything, you know, and it's like you kind of feel bad for him at first, and then you realize, like, no, wait, he's a horrible person. Situation to you? Yeah. Did you learn your lesson? Yeah. But it doesn't... Yeah, I learned my lesson. That's, yeah, that's why, why I'm, I'm here tonight. That's why I'm here now, trying to meet a 13-year-old girl. He learned his lesson. 14-year-olds, they may tell somebody, I should go after younger. Yeah. That's what he learned. <laughs> it, uh, Dustin, I think you, you kind of missed the message there, but okay. It seems so tonight. And I didn't... Like I said, I wouldn't do nothing bad. You say, I want to make love to you. Have you ever seen people have sex? Um, it's just then curiosity. Then you, you send her a picture of people having Ooh, it's just curiosity. Yeah, uh, curiosity. That's what they call it. Uh-huh. Oh, boy, Dustin. Dustin's reeling right now. He's reeling. He's like, oh, he's, his, his mind's working like a million miles per hour. And, I mean, yet Dustin has one of the grossest chat logs of all the predators i think so it's um, really it's not top 10 but it's probably at least top 30 it's it's still extremely graphic like there's no way he could ever talk his way out of actually that. pop quiz does anyone know who has the most graphic chat log of anyone caught in to catch a predator velez was pretty bad no it was um, um can like, i rape you anally yeah no i forgot that guy existed yeah he's um he's the ranked the grossest of anyone cons he kept yeah yeah we don't have to get on that now but yeah he will get to him later 
having sex. I thought she asked for it. She asked for it. She didn't ask for it. You sent it to her. And even if she did. Okay, I also love that excuse. I know I'm pausing it a lot, but there's just so much to unpack. Like, she wanted it? She wanted it? That's not an excuse. Yeah. And plus, it, I, she, I guess he's half. Like, once again, that's one of those quarter of a truth. Like, yeah, you brought up sex, and then she rolled with it, and then you just like went hog wild. So I guess since she technically wanted it at first it's like a quarter of a truth but even if it was completely true it doesn't make it all right yeah no it's still illegal like they can't give consent there's the age of consent for a reason because under that age you cannot give consent yeah so dustin seems to not understand these things yeah i mean that's you're not supposed to be saying stuff like that to somebody who's Says they're 13. But instead of taking responsibility, he tries to blame it all on the decoy. She was wanting me to come up here and see her so bad, and I didn't want to disappoint her. You're a grown man. Okay, so that is one of my favorite quotes in all TCAP. You're a grown man. Like, yeah, it's like, what, what, what's going to happen if she, um, like, what's going to happen? Is she just going to, like, complain to her friends, like, between biology and history? Like, and this guy, he wouldn't, he didn't see me. And, like, what, is that, this is I, before social media really took off. So, I mean, like, what sort of consequences are you going to face? I think Chris is just having his mind blown by how stupid Dustin really is. Like, yeah, you're a grown man is the perfect response to that. It shouldn't matter how you think this girl is going to react or how she's going to feel you know what's right you know what's wrong you know what's legal and what's not you just just don't go meet her just don't talk to kids online yeah i wish we'd shown this phone calls because his phone calls are pretty um stupid like but they're also like boring and tedious and i didn't think anyone would care so but They're out there, so, you know, I encourage people to look them up, because really they are, it's just amazing. It's not, he's no John Dupay, but. Yeah, no, it's still funny, though, in their own way. I don't know. What do you think should happen to you? Don't know, I don't. Well, there's something I gotta tell you. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to be. Oh, the crucifixion. Mm -hmm. And there's Dustin face blank he thinks this is the worst of it though oh little does he know Mm-mm. young teens online for sex it's all wrong in my part but she laid me on a little too and i understand both ways okay so i've never heard that phrase before i understand both ways i just the thing that really gets me is that this guy realizes that he's being humiliated on TV for a horrible crime he just committed, and he still is trying to pin it on her. Like, yeah, it's my fault, but also, if she hadn't done this... Well, like, you gotta give him credit. No, you don't. Um, no, yeah, absolutely not. I will not um, give him actually any never credit. never give him credit, but anyways, um... But, you know, to be fair, he did actually stick around and try to do one last Hail Mary... Most people would run for the door, or in his case, I'm not gonna make that joke. Um, most people mm, would just yeah, most most people would just um run for the door, but him, he pled his case. Yeah, which I think is, which could backfire that, on you, but you know it could always end up well. Like that's you know, really stupid to try and stay there and 
keep talking. Like talking has not gotten you out of the, this far. Yeah, they didn't. They still brought the cameras out, Dustin. I mean, she's not driving the train here. You're the grown-up. I know. How you get that, right? Yeah, that's stupid on my part. As he heads for the door, Dustin doesn't seem to know that officers from the Warren County Sheriff's Office are waiting to arrest him. Dustin, just take a step out, okay? Okay, so this is one thing that people talk about a lot. Dustin, um, is they, the police go really easy on him. And they, they think it's either because of his disability, which... But also, a lot of people wonder if it's because of the cameras. Like, would um, they have been rough on him if this was, like, just, like, a normal person in a normal situation? I mean, if this was a normal person, well, obviously normal is relative here. But, yeah, um, I think it's mainly probably because of his condition. Like, obviously, you see, he's, he's not going to run away. Right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to try anything wild. Um. I don't know, even if he had a weapon on him, I don't know how effectively he could use it that quickly. So, like, they obviously want to be careful and work quickly, but, yeah, they do still, you know, treat him a little more gently because, yeah, he does have a, he does have cerebral palsy. Take a step out. Okay. 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 Because of his disability, officers are careful taking him into custody. I thought they said I wasn't under arrest. They say that won't on the ranch. No, when, Dustin. When no say? one ever said that. He said you're free to go, as in the front to leave the house. He didn't say you will not be arrested and you will never be arrested. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know why you'd bother saying that at that point. Like, what? You think they're just gonna let you go because you thought that they said you were gonna go free? It's not how that works. But yeah. So, um, Dustin, uh, I don't want to spoil his interrogation, so let me move forward to one more piece of gold from this segment. Mm -hmm. Which is, of course, um, this part. Fetridge. Later, he goes before a judge where he enters a not guilty plea. Your bond will also be 50,000 cash. Should I be signed over to the custody of my mother? No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, sometimes we just quote that back and forth as our response to something. No, sir. Yeah, we'll just be like, like, um, did the ref really make that call? And I'll be, uh, and isn't is he going to overturn it? No, sir. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I don't know why Dustin thought it would get away with that. Would it, let me put it this way, just for anyone who doesn't know anything about the legal world, for you to be signed over to the custody of your mother. You are unaware that you can ask for that because you're in such a bad mental state that your lawyer asks for you. Yeah. You I do not. If you're cognizant enough to know to ask for that, you probably aren't going to get it. No, they're not going to just let some guy who happens to need a cane uh, who went to meet up with a 13-year-old girl and is, you know, all there, I guess, in the head sort of. They're not going to let him just get signed over to the custody of his mother. Like, obviously, he's going to prison. All right. So, then after that, um, Dustin is, uh, um, he actually stands trial on the federal court, mm -hmm. not the state court, because he drove over, over state lines, committed the crime in Kentucky, 
and also possessed child pornography in his house. Yeah. In yeah. Tennessee. So, Dustin, um, quite the rap sheet. Also, according to the felony charge, he had over 100 images and videos. So, yeah, Dustin did get worse, Garrett. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that uh, answers that. He was a very disturbingly experienced man, I think, in this uh, in this field. He and was sent... And luckily, they didn't go easy on him because of his disability. He got eight yeah. years in prison, one of the top ten most long, I mean, longest sentences, and a lifetime RSO and probation. So, yeah, good. Now, Dustin's story does not end there. As while in prison, he wrote a letter to the judge. Mm-hmm. And um, no, this isn't um, the one that you're thinking of, Garrett. That's another letter that he wrote later on oh he wrote multiple letters yeah okay yeah, okay cool. but in this letter he asks for a jacuzzi tub and in his cell massages or early release the judge said eh, and gave him none of these wow i'm so shocked he didn't make prison feel like a spa his handwriting is terrible honestly i was gonna read them in this video but i can't read them so um i encourage you to just look them up i believe they're on reddit so you know, i'm just sure they're out there yeah. but um Honestly, they are interesting. Um, the only really noteworthy stuff is that the jacuzzi tub thing, because I've never heard of a person asking for that before. But That's because I don't think most people are stupid enough to think that might work. Anyways, Dustin gained around 100 pounds after the incident and is currently in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. Um, taken the picture by Joey Teacap at his latest court date, which we were about to talk about. Dustin was charged with violating probation for talking to a group of teen girls in a video game store. Which, what an idiot. Like, there are so many moments from Justin's story where, like, you just Oh, man, you called him Justin. You even made the same... I did. I did. You made the same mistake that John Dudinsky made. Yeah, no, uh, we'll go over that later where uh, the person interviewing Justin or Dustin, whatever you want to call him... For his uh his interrogation, he calls him Justin instead of Dustin. Justin, good luck to yeah, you. Yeah, no, that was a bit of a slip there. But yeah, no, so many moments where you just have to pause and say like, wow, so this guy actually exists. After that, he also failed sex offender counseling. All right, so I want you to think about something for a second. There are 13 steps to sex offender counseling. After 10 years, he was on step one. Still. And what is step one, you might wonder? It is admitting what I did was wrong and claiming responsibility. Even if you don't believe it and you're just trying to, you know, get through it as fast as possible. Like, how do you fail step one? Like, and repeatedly. So, Dustin, unfortunately, did not go back to jail for this. Instead, they gave him lifetime, um, lifetime, uh, probation. Right. Which I, I, I don't know about. Eh, whatever. Anyways. And he has to, of course, complete sex offender therapy or else he could go back to jail. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's not off the hook. Then after that, he wrote another letter to the judge asking to be taken off of probation. Was that the letter I'm thinking of? Yeah. So, okay. in this letter, he misspells honor. Yeah, as in your honor, yeah. And uh, he also says, 
I am a sexy offender. Yeah. Again, he's an idiot. Um, yeah, he calls himself a sexy offender instead of a sex offender. Uh, misspells your honor. You'd think in such a critical letter, right? Like if I was writing a letter to a judge from prison asking for an early release, I would take so much time thinking about you know every little meticulous detail, making sure everything was spelled right. You know, I'd get a cellmate or a guard to you know spell check it. It's a, another prisoner that might not help. Well, why much, did he handwrite it? That's I, what I want to know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much access they would have to like, you know. Well, this is why this is out when he got out of prison. She was trying to get off probation. Oh, right, right, right. Shoot, this wasn't even when he was in prison. Right, I forgot about that. No. Yeah, this was him getting off, or trying to get off probation. So he could have just used the computer. So he is just an idiot. And then after that, he threatens to kill himself in the letter, saying, if I had a gun, I would shoot myself. Because that'll, yeah, that'll definitely make you want to take you off probation. Because he asked the, um, he asked the guard, uh, his uh, probation officer, if he could use a computer. And his probation officer said no. <laughs> oh well, that's why I didn't use a computer to write the letter. Even so, he could have asked someone to write for him. You know, I'm not going to go into all that either way. I I don't know the rules. Anyway, but... so he um asked for one-on-one therapy with a counselor, and um instead of group therapy, even though group therapy is standard. Yeah, it's completely which normal. All of these were denied. Um. After that, Dustin uh, also um, decided – it's just weird. It, it, so he went to court, mm-hmm. and he decided to mention that he went to church to, like, tell him he's reforming his life and whatever. Yeah. Well, the judge said, are there children at the church? They said, well, I don't know. And he said, I don't know either. And he's like, yeah, um, well, this isn't going to work. Yeah, Dustin got himself a beaut of a lawyer, by the way. Yeah, it really sounds like uh, he did a great job. So, now, Dustin isn't in jail. He could go back to jail in a few years if he doesn't get his act together. Um, He ran a gas station briefly after he got out of prison, but he no longer works there. So, Hmm. either went out of business or they fired him. So Yeah, you know, it's... It's rare to see a predator that's in so much trouble still this long after their sting. Because, like, most of them, they could, they're probably still terrible people. But, you know, like, as far as I know, Jeff Sokol stayed, you know, relatively out of trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, guys like that, you just kind of disappear and, you know, I'm sure they have to tell people in their neighborhood when they're moving in or something like that. But other than that, like, you don't hear about them again. Dustin just keeps on messing up. And um, after that, then, uh, Dustin also was referred to by Ricky Morton. There was a special um, DVD that Ricky Morton released. And he said, and these are his words, not mine. He said, yeah, the crippled boy worked for me. And then he name dropped me and was caught on the catch a predator. First of all, he didn't name drop you. And second of all, crippled boy. And third of all, I don't know. I just don't like Ricky, Ricky Morton. Yeah, that's um, a bit questionable, but I guess uh, less questionable still than any of the stuff Dustin's done. So, could you imagine that though? Like, you hired this guy, and it turned out he's a pedophile. Yeah, um, 
maybe do better background checks, I guess. Dustin also was trying to get people to raise money for Ricky Morton because he got arrested for not paying spousal support. <laughs> right, okay. So he actually started like a GoFundMe or something or whatever they had back then. I'm, I'm sure they, well, what time was that print? 2006. Okay, I I wouldn't know. I don't know when GoFundMe was And And um, my final point is that, is of course the recent update with Dustin. Recent, okay. Dustin was contacted by Chris Hansen. Ah, uh, yes, for uh, Chris Hansen's podcast, which by the way, is fantastic. You should check it out. And um, he called him once, he hung up. Then he called him again and said, I told you not to call here. And he's like, and Chris Hansen's like, I just want to talk to you. And he's just like, if you call again, that'll be harassment. Yeah, because that's how that works. You know, the three phone call limit, it's, it's like three strikes in baseball. Yeah, if I call someone three times, the third time, it's harassment. Mm-hmm. Better watch out. Anyways, so obviously we're going to have to break this up into two parts. Yeah, um, we, we could go on all day about Dustin. but we're, we're already at 50 minutes pretty much, and um, you know, I don't want to make this a two-hour-long episode. So we'll um, explore Dustin more. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so weird. Anyways, um, <laughs> we'll explore Dustin more next week. We'll thoroughly explore him every inch and crevice. Garrett, stop. Does that sound better? No. Um, All right, this has been Podcast Predator. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you in part two. <laughs> <laughs>